0: Well, this morning, we're going to start on a whole new series, and I'm excited about it because it's, I guess every series seems to be the most important, but we're going to be talking about the subject of prayer, and simply the title is, Lord, teach us to pray. We're going to talk about why do we pray. We're going to talk about what is prayer. We're going to talk about how or what is the protocol of prayer. It's not legalistic, but there's certain things we can do that will enable us to have a good prayer life. And, you know, in that topic, Lord, teach us to pray, one of the first things we want to learn about prayer is it's a fellowship. It's a two-way communication between us and God, and He's so real. Let's turn to Luke chapter 18 and verse 1. Luke chapter 18 and verse 1. It says, also Jesus told them a parable to this effect. Now listen to these words, that men or that they ought always to pray and not turn coward, not faint, not lose heart, and not give up. I want you to think about those words. Let's read that again. Jesus told them a parable to the effect that they ought to pray always they ought always to pray say always man i've got to work i've got a family i've got you know a schedule i got well but you know what it's a lifestyle i know that we pull aside at times and have our quiet time but don't just have a quiet time and forget about god the rest of the day it's talking about we ought always to pray and when we pray it says we won't turn coward we won't faint we won't lose heart And we won't give up. Sure sounded like that last song that we sang. You know, there's a negative effect to not praying. If we don't spend time with God, that's when we can get intimidated. That's when we can faint. That's when we can lose heart or have the thoughts of giving up. So we want to make sure that we practice the privilege of prayer. Lord, teach us to pray. There's also a positive effect to praying, which we just read. It causes us to be strong. It causes us to have a strong heart. It causes us to have that never quitting attitude. And there are effects to stopping praying. We could have had a good prayer life and maybe life got busy and you know maybe you skipped a day and, and, and maybe it's easier to skip the next day, but no, no, no. We don't wanna stop praying about something it could mean that we've given up on that thing. We need to keep that covered by prayer and let God sort it out, let God work it out. And I know that in my own personal life, I can tell the effects on me when I'm not praying enough. You know, in one sense, prayer is a privilege, but it's also part of my daily duty because I, I pray over my, my family. I pray over Harvest Church, and I, I cover all of my domain. I pray over our Rama family and our leaders that are over our life. But I can also tell when, I can tell the effects on me when I haven't prayed enough or made that divine connection. And if you give up on something, you know what? You've stopped praying about it. I'm going to ask you to go ahead and pray about those things that were in your heart that you might have gotten discouraged about, but no, no. You just pray about those things and commend them to God, and then He'll lead you and guide you. We can see in the Word of God that Jesus prayed consistently. You'll see that when He ministered, before He ministered a lot of times, He'll spend time with the Father, not only to communicate, but prayer puts something in you. It doesn't just take things out of you it, it, it'll strengthen you and and we can see that his mode of operation was consistently he set aside time where he just he just went alone somewhere and spent time with the Lord and that's good so we can see that if Jesus needs to pray do you think we need to <laughs> if Jesus needed to pray consistently to fulfill the purpose of God for his life do you think we need to If Jesus needed to pray so that the enemy didn't have anything in him, do you think we need to? Well, that's for sure. We need to. We all, listen, I I thought about this. It's a little clever, but uh, I, I just sort of, these thoughts came to me. But listen to this. We all need to pull apart, like Jesus did, to spend time with the Father, or we will be pulled apart. If we don't pull apart in our time with God, we'll be pulled apart with the challenges of life so take time let's go to James chapter 5 and verse 13 says is any among you afflicted ill-treated suffering evil who should pray said he should pray the one going through that challenge should pray you know we have to learn how to do our own praying there we have prayer groups here harvest we pray every day over the congregation we pray over all the major things the Bible and you know encourages us to pray for but when I'm going through something I can't just push off on others my prayer life and what my responsibility is is any among you afflicted ill-treated suffering evil what does it say (laughs) he should pray is any glad is anyone glad at heart he should sing praise. It would be, you know, if I'm glad at heart, um, it'd be like me going up to my wife and saying, hey, Missy, I'm so glad at heart. Sing for me. <laughs> and um, she actually sang on the praise team at St. At Peter's when we were back there. And, but no, if, if, you're, if you're merry, if you're happy, you ought to sing for yourself. <laughs> and if you're going through a challenge, we ought to pray for yourself. Uh, and then again, we can get other people in agreement with us, but they can't take the place of our prayer unless we're beyond our ability to pray. Uh, there's there's occasions where there, someone might be unconscious, someone might be in, in such an attack that it's very, very difficult to pray at that time. God gives us grace. And God is so merciful. And boy, I tell you what, we can come along each other side and we can pray one for another. And we do that when we find out things are happening. Have you ever been in a time in your life that you've gone through such a tough time? It was just difficult for you to pray? Well, do what you can, but that's the time where you have a prayer team to surround you. That's another reason why you need to have a good local church that can help you and walk with you and do life with you, and good times and challenging times, but most, mostly we can do our own praying for ourselves. You might say, you know what, my wife does all the praying for me in my household. Well, that ought not be so. No, we do our, we, we pray together. We pray individually. We're doing our part. There's an authority, like in my life, I cover my domain every single day. And it's, it spans from my family, like I said, to this church, to this region, to this nation, to the nations of the world, to our partnerships, to all that God has allowed us to have our hands involved in. So is anyone among you afflicted? What should you do? Pray. If you're merry, you should sing. Now, verse 16 goes on to say in the Amplified, the earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man or a righteous person, listen to this, makes tremendous power available dynamic in its working I really believe God's stirring us up in the area of prayer again to make it afresh, to make it anew, to realize how significant it is, to realize if I'm going through a tough situation, I should pray and get in the presence of God about it so I can get peace in my life. Luke chapter 11 and verse 1 says, And it came to pass that as Jesus was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, Teach us to pray. And that is my prayer that over these next few few, uh, services that we're going to, God's going to help us come up to a higher level of our prayer life. God's going to help us to see things we might not have seen. And we're not going to just make prayer a drudgery. Prayer is a privilege. Prayer is, is a place that sometimes when we pull aside, but prayer is a lifestyle Uh, And again, I hate to talk about myself, but it's better than talking about you, right? (laughs) But listen, I, I, throughout the day, I I take care of prayer things along the way. I I praise and thank God, and, and, um, you know, I spend time with God when no one else knows I'm spending time with God. And that's why you can pray without ceasing. So we're going to go over several reasons simply this morning to answer the question, why pray? Number 1. Why should we pray? Well, because God said for us to daily. I mean, that would be my first my first answer to that in 1st Thessalonians 5:16 it says always be joyful. Uh-oh. Where's our joy? If we're not joyful, we don't have strength. In God's presence there's strength. Always be joyful. Continually be prayerful. What does that mean? It's a lifestyle obviously, you have to go to work. You have to tend to different things you had to do. You have to get a 12-foot ladder and climb up to a 16-foot height. I was like, where was I? She she made me sound bad. She says, oh, Joe was on a walk. Well, <laughs> well if I was there, I would have helped you. I didn't know anything was going on. I'd cut the grass. I had edged the grass, and I had... Uh, you know, blown all the stuff away, and everything was neat. I did my part, and I was doing things in the house. My, my wife and I were always a team. So, but I had a little window of time. I like to walk and pray, and I was just preparing, so just to let you know. But if I was there, I would have helped her. I would have gone up there for her. But uh, don't do that again. I think that's a 16-foot ladder. I don't know what it is, huh? Okay, but anyway, don't do that again. That, that made me feel bad, and I didn't want to get you hurt. All right, so uh, I'm sure it's clean though, isn't it, right? But 1 Thessalonians 5 says, Always be joyful, continually be prayerful, in everything be thankful, because this is God's will for you in the Messiah Jesus. So simply, I want to say number one today, God, He, he asks us to. He, because God said to pray Daily, We don't want to skip out on daily prayer because, you remember, we can go back to our first scripture. When we don't pray, we're going to begin to turn coward. We're going to begin to lose our strength. We're going to begin to faint. We're going to begin to lose heart. And we could even give up. Our prayer life is so, so important. And please don't, that's not something you relegate to someone else to do for you. The prayer, the, uh, the church does pray for you. But you also need to pray for yourself, and we're partners together in our prayer life. Number two, why pray? And listen to me, I am for education, don't get me wrong. I, I, I have an undergraduate degree from Appalachian State. I um, have a business degree, and then I also have a ministry degree from Raymond Bible College. So I believe in education, but listen, why pray? Because we need more than education to win in the matters of life. It's going to take more than what we know. It's not by might nor by power, but by the Spirit of God. So someone said it like this. It is more important than people pray that people pray and learn to pray than they gain just a college education or a master's degree or a doctorate. We believe in education, but don't, don't just rely on your own self and how smart you are to get you through the issues of life because you're going to face something that's beyond you, and you have many times, and you will many times, but not beyond God. But notice, I did not say having an education is not important. I didn't say that. But he said that learning to pray is more important. Our daily disciplines, you know, you get out of the Word of God wisdom that you don't necessarily get out of a, a technical skill. We need to to stay before God and he'll help us excel in in our profession in life with the wisdom of God and and with his help and help us solve problems that other people can't because God just gives us the answers through our prayer life dad Hagen Kenneth Hagen said it like this I feel sorry for people who don't know how to pray he said I feel sorry for them and I do too and that's why we we consistently uh, we have prayer times all the time, and in, in our Wednesday night, uh, first of the month prayer meeting, we teach on prayer, and, and we, have, we have prayer groups praying every day, and we instruct them, we give them a manual, because we want people to know what they're doing. But he said, I feel sorry for people who do not know how to pray, because when the crisis of life come, they only know how to say words. They don't know how to pray. But just spouting off words into the atmosphere isn't praying. The person at the greatest disadvantage on earth is the person who doesn't pray or doesn't know how to pray. Oh, I just want to pause right there and ask God, God, stir us up in our prayer life. We are stirring that gift of God, that privilege of of, of being able to communicate with you on a private, personal, intimate basis Oh, I thank you for your stirring us up today in our prayer life. Ian e. e. Bounds said it like this He said, Nothing is more important to God than prayer in dealing with mankind. It is important for people to pray. Failure to, listen now, failure to pray is failure along the whole line of life. It's like us trying to live our life on our own skills, our own abilities acting like there is no God. Wow. I need God involved, and I don't mind asking Him every day, God, be involved in every aspect of my life. And I go, I, I go through a, sort of a protocol, and I'll teach that to you, and I'm not locked into a protocol because sometimes you get an unction, and, and God will lead us by the Spirit of God into a specific area. Um, you know, you could be praying over your family, generally speaking, but then all of a sudden God brings to your mind this particular person in your family, and you, you, you just pray pray about that situation. So you have to be led by the Spirit in your prayer life too. But failure to pray is failure along the whole line of life. It is failure of duty, failure of service, and spiritual progress. I know this is a little sobering this morning, but I'm telling you what, I'm stirred up to pray. And God must help people by prayer. He does not. He he who does not pray, therefore, robs himself of God's help and places God where He cannot help man. Man must pray to God if love for God is to exist. God's a person. You know, very frequently uh, throughout the day, my wife and I will say, "I love you," or you know, just talk to each other. And I do the same with God. I have an intimacy with God. I don't mind telling Him, God, I love You. I thank You. I honor You. I praise You. Sometimes I'm not asking Him for anything. Sometimes I'm just worshiping Him. I'm just praising Him, just thanking Him. Yeah, along the way, though, I do deal with prayer issues, prayer issues that I know that I have to pray about on a daily basis, but then also prayer issues that come up. And it's so wonderful to know that I have a loving father that I have a relationship with. And as close as I am with my wife, I'm closer to my father, God. I spend more time with him because he's always in me. He's with me. He's for me. One of our life goals should be that we know God more than we do uh, the closest person in our life. Oh, come on, just thank God that you love him today. Father, I love you. I praise you, there's none above you, no person, no place, no thing. This is a day that you've made, I rejoice, I'm glad in it. Thank you, God, that we can spend time with you, it's such a privilege. The third reason why we want to pray is because it's better than worrying, (laughs) it is better than worrying. I know that when stress is coming against my life real heavy and a lot of things on my plate, or whether I'm going through symptoms or whatever like that, it it always helps to calm me down and, and, and eliminates worry from my life when I spend time with Him. There's an exchange in prayer, which in God gets in you that much more, and He helps us, and He removes burdens, and He destroys yokes. Philippians 4 and verse 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And I'll say it again, rejoice. And let your gentleness be evident to all. I believe that when we spend time with God, His character rubs off on us. And we walk into our world, into our family, into our workplace, into uh, wherever we go in the marketplace. I just believe that we are walking Christ-like. There's just something good about our life. There's, There's a grace about our life. There's, there's, there's a good disposition about our life. There's a gentleness about our life. There's the fruit of the Spirit that's about our life. You know, it's really not rocket science when I deal with people that are hard to get along with. And even at times, if I get hard to get along with, it's because I just didn't let God rub off on me as much as I needed to in that day. But I happen to believe we ought to be, we're strong leaders but I happen to believe we ought to be people that are easy to get along with. Easy because we've got the fruit of the Spirit. And that's, that's just, I, I really believe that our, our way that we deal with people is a true reflection of our walk and our fellowship with God. And, and uh, so we want to leave a good impression about God. And we can do that in our prayer life. And let your gentleness be, it's just be evident to all. The Lord is near. Be not anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, by prayer, there are times that you just go before the Lord and worship Him and praise Him, and you're not always coming to Him asking and asking and asking and asking and asking and and believing and receiving and all that. That is a part of our prayer life. I'm not denying that. But if my kids, all that they ever did was come up to me and tell me everything they need and say, thank you, I'm gone, uh, you know, that doesn't really leave a good taste in my mouth. There's nothing I wouldn't do for my kids, but I just like to be with my kids. I just like to be with my wife, and there's no, nothing but just watching a show or going to see a movie or just being together with each other. You know, God has unlimited resources, and we don't just want to go and spend time Asking Him for everything and not just waiting upon Him, reading the Word. Wait upon Him and praying in the Holy Spirit. Just walking with Him and enjoying Him and fellowshipping with Him and, and, and just loving on Him and letting Him love on you. Lord, teach us to pray. There's more to our prayer life than just getting our needs met. And He's a loving Father. He wants our needs to be met. But, oh, He just wants to be with us too. So don't be anxious about anything but in every situation what by prayer and petition petition is when we go before him and we supplicate or we ask god for our needs to be met the prayer of faith and so forth and we thank him until it shows up and then says by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to god and then guess what i'm talking about why are we praying first of all we pray because god said to Second of all, we pray because we need more than education to win in the battles of our life. And then three, why do we pray? Because it's better than worrying. Because it said after you pray and you make your petitions and you give thanksgiving to God, you, re- re- you present your re- requests to God, then he said, you know what? Then the peace, then the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, it'll begin to guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Oh, that's just such a good word, and every day we need to get to that place. If we're, if we're worrying too much, we know what we need to do. Don't just go and get on everybody's prayer, prayer list. No, go before God. Get on someone else's prayer list, that's fine. But we pray instead of worrying. We pray instead of being anxious. We pray instead of panicking. We pray instead of always having that upset stomach of, what are we going to do? We pray instead of yield to the spirit of fear in our life. Mm. We pray. Say it with me. I am going to pray. And ask this prayer again with me. Lord, teach me to pray. My prayer life is coming up. My prayer life is coming up. (laughs) And people can pray for me, I realize, but not instead of me. It's our own responsibility. Number four, why pray? Why? Well, because it activates God to work on our behalf in the situation. Oh, I thank God. God's working on behalf of my family in situations I can tell you that cuz I've been before him and I know I know he's involved I know he's turning things around I know he's aligning things I I know he's doing it and oh, Harvest Church people we have prayer groups praying over you and we pray over you daily God's working things out in your life. God's working on your behalf. That impossible situation, He's turning it around. He's meeting those needs. He's, 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 he's watching over His Word to perform it and over the southeast region of ministers. God's helping their churches. God's helping them navigate through this season of pandemic. And I, I pray over our leaders. God's giving them wisdom and clarity of vision to lead us. Well, I know it because praying activates God on our behalf 2nd Chronicles chapter 7 verse 14 says if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways what does it say then I will hear from heaven then I will forgive their sin then I will hear their land and now my eyes will be upon- open And my ears attentive to the prayer made in this place. Oh, I love that. Thank God for prayer. Come on, let's thank God for prayer today. Lord, teach us to pray. I thank you for the privilege of prayer. I thank you for the prayer of worship and thanksgiving and praise. I thank you for the prayer of petition. I thank you for the prayer of intercession where we're praying on the behalf of someone else. Oh, thank you, God. Wow. Prayer is so, so very important. John Wesley put it this way, and it's very sobering. He said, God will do nothing but an answer to prayer. Prayer is as important to our spirits as breathing is to our physical bodies. Wow! No wonder why, if we don't pray, we'll faint. Prayer is not an option. It is mandatory for anyone who would please God and live a godly life, we know that faith pleases God, and so we pray in faith. Why pray? God said so. Why pray? We need more than education to get along in this world. Why pray? It's a whole lot better than worrying. There are days where you'll actually feel an exchange of your worry for His peace. And, 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 and I don't mind telling you, that, that probably happens pretty frequently. But if you have that practice of prayer daily, it, it just helps you stay in that place of peace, peace of heart, peace of mind. Make that exchange. Oh, it's so good to live in peace, isn't it? So good. Psalm 127, why pray? because it activates God on our behalf. Psalm 127 is, I would have to say, a scripture that I go to most every single day. Psalm 127 one says, you know what? Unless the Lord builds the house, the builder's work is pointless. You know what it says? Unless it is the Lord who, pro- who protects the city, the guard on duty is pointless. <laughs> What a scripture. I don't mind telling you, every single day I go, God, um, I'm asking you to build my house. Lord continue to build my family. Lord continue to build Harvest Church, otherwise I'm just laboring in vain. God, nevertheless, not my will be done on my family, but your will be done. God, nevertheless, not my will be done at Harvest Church, your will be done. Your plans, your purposes, your pursuits, and all the lives of the people that we oversee, Father. Your will be done. Your purpose be fulfilled. In in our region, and I keep telling you the layers that I cover every day, and our leaders. You know, if you rise to all that God has ordained for you to be, if you accomplish the will of God for your life, if you're mightily used of God and do exploits on the earth, and are not a person of prayer. You'll be the first person who lived that ever did because you've done it without God. And I know what God's called me to. It's beyond me. He puts gifts on the inside of me, and he surrounds us with people that help us fulfill the vision. But without his help, we can do nothing. But I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. You can do more than pray after you've prayed, but you can't do more than pray until you've prayed. In other words, pray. Tell the person next to you, pray. Oh, my goodness. I think this is such an in-season message for the church, for all of us, because we need to be praying over our government in this pandemic, praying over all that be in authority, so we have wisdom, so they have wisdom in making decisions, praying over us. You know, Governor Cooper uh, you know, he he still is not allowing us to assemble but up to ten people. But they had a, a lawsuit that that has is enabling churches now to begin to assemble again and just pray for our wisdom because I'm not just jumping. I'm not just going to jump into something somebody wants to do. You know what, your, your health is more important than us assembling. And we're praying about what we do, you pray for us, and we're going to assemble at the right time, and, 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 and in the meantime, you, you go ahead and live stream in and, 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 and stay connected through our church app and so forth and so on, and our children are connected and our youth and our adults and our young adults. But we're going to make the right choice, which is going to be the best for Harvest Church. So you pray for us, and we're going to make the right choice. Pray, because it involves God in our daily lives. You know, in the book of Acts, I won't get to it today, but I'll just mention this. In Acts chapter 12, the angel fetched Peter out of prison, but it was prayer that fetched the angel. Did you get that? That wasn't my quote. That was Thomas Watson. The angel fetched Peter out of prison, but it was prayer that fetched the angel. When we pray, do you know what? The angels of God hearken unto the voice of the Word of God. Their help bringing it to pass. I know there's times in my life that I've had angels spare me from a devastating wreck. Angels are encamped around about us because we fear God and, 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 and they're protecting us and our children wherever they go. Psalm 103.20 says, Bless the Lord, ye His angels, you mighty ones who do His commandments, obeying the voice of the Word. Bless the Lord, you His hosts, you who serve Him and do His will. Pray His Word. So what do we do? with this word today. The word says, Lord, teach us to pray. Luke 18 says, when we don't pray, we turn coward, we faint, we lose heart, we give up. God is asking us to pray, first of all, because he wants to be with you. He wants to spend time with you. He loves you. You're his child. He's our father. He asks us to. He said for us to pray daily. Why do we pray? I know that I have limited knowledge, but God has unlimited knowledge. He gives us wisdom. He he can help us learn things. He can help us parent better. He can help us do everything in our life. He can help us face the challenges that life has in front of us and be right involved with the situation. Why pray? Oh, it's so much better than worrying. Why don't we just cast all of our care on him today? God, I don't have a worry or care in the world because I've cast all these cares on you once and for all. And as they come and rise up, I'll say, oh, the care of my kids are on you, God. You're taking care of them. You're doing that for them. The care of my wife is, it's on you, God. I can't carry that. I can't carry that. Thank you for working on their behalf. The care of Harvest Church, it's on you, God. I'm not going to carry that burden. I can't carry that burden. Wasn't made to carry that burden. Father, I pray over it. And that's your care. The care of this region, the care of our nation, the care of the pandemic, the care of our finances. The care, God, that's on you. I can't do anything but tithe and give and worship you and expect you to work on the behalf of the people. And, and you always meet our needs and you're our shepherd and we don't want So thankful as we pray. You're working on our behalf. In Jesus' name, we praise you, Father. We praise you, Father. With our eyes bowed right now, heads bowed, if you're looking in by the Internet today, have you ever prayed the prayer of salvation? Have you received Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior? The Word says that we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the wages of sin is death, but there's a free gift of God called eternal life through Jesus Christ. He's the only way, the truth, and life. No man can get to the Father except through Jesus. Have you received Him? The Word says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Maybe you just turned on this website and you turned on this live stream. You didn't know why. Well, now you know why. God is drawing you to receive His Son, Jesus. Drawing you by the Holy Spirit. Thank you for drawing them, Father. And pray this prayer after me today. If you've not received the Lord, if you just want to add your faith to those we're praying with today, say it with me. God, I believe Jesus is your Son. I believe He died on the cross for all of my sin. I believe on the third day you raised Him from the dead. Jesus, I believe you're alive today. I receive you as my Savior. I take you by faith as my Savior. And Jesus, I now proclaim that you are my Lord. Oh, now I'm in relationship with the Father. Find yourself a good local church. If you're in the area, I invite you to come here as, as we will begin to assemble. But watch these services online. Feed your faith. Learn how to pray. Learn the basic disciplines of what it is to be a Christian. And you'll have such a quality of life. Listen again. It was our privilege, our privilege, my distinct privilege to minister the Word today. I really feel there's a presence of God here. And God's really enjoying what we're talking about today. He's trying to get this over to us. I know He's gotten it over to me. And I know that my prayer life is coming up. And I'm going to enjoy him that much more. In Jesus' name. We love you guys. We appreciate you. Wednesday night we'll be live streaming again. And listen, if this message has been a blessing to you today, forward it to your friends group. Forward it to the public groups. Man, if we could get more people praying sincerely, just imagine what God could do in our families. Imagine what God can do in our workplace, in the world, in the government, in the evangelism of the whole world. Again, we love and appreciate you guys. Listen, enjoy your Sunday. Have a great day. God bless you. We'll see you Wednesday.